0: What's up and welcome to Coliseum Chats Episode 8. Tonight I want to talk to you about fighting. Backtrack to September 2011. I've been training with TFMA for 7 months. Moved back from Christchurch due to the earthquake. I was running the bar at the annual Cage Wars and witnessed my teammate Gary Dello enter the cage and compete in mixed martial arts. I remember a fella asked for a drink and I was fixed watching Gazza as he entered the cage. I stopped serving and stood to the side of the bar, shaking with nerves, just knowing the bro had this man. Everything we worked hard for. All the blood noses, all the knee dislocations, the fractured ribs, the split eyes, the days where you're the hammer and those other days when you're the nail. I remember Gaz getting a takedown on me against the padded walls of that crusty little wrestling gym above Celtic and my head hitting the uh, ledge of the wall as I went down. Me, was all I could hear as Gaz was in full mount Throwing the ground and pound down Then finishing with an armbar Because I stupidly put my hands up to protect myself The buzzer goes And that was the last round of meat ground grinder for Gaz Next week, it's showtime We'll fast forward back to fight night Gazza was dominating on the stand up And got a surreal takedown. I must have blinked. um, And he was walking around in the cage in celebration. Hands in the air. And Timaru going, fucking bananas. That was it. That was the fight that sealed the deal for me. Gaz was my bar. And I had to work toward. Holy fuck, it was insane. This guy was my hero. Well, generally everyone gets a week off after competing. But Gaz was back in on the Monday night, taking a class. I um went up to train. We did stand-up on the Mondays. And I went up to train and saw Gaz and explained and expressed how proud I was, how awesome he was, and how... He's really lit a fire under my ass to Get me ready To compete in the cage I just remember Gaz saying Fuck yeah, let's do it You got a year You know So I started training And training hard There was days where um, I was working in Ashburton at the time and driving uh, driving back, well, driving up there and back every day. And those days, man, where you're just like, you know, fuck this, I can't do training tonight, I'm fucked. But you get ready, you get motivated and you get to, get to training. The hardest part of training and um, is is that drive going to training once you're there and you're with you know a good bunch of guys the fact that you're tired and you're um, unmotivated soon disappears. So I started training um, there was many a time I would run to that that door with the big steps. Off the side of the Celtic club room there, and I throw up over over the balcony of the steps, you know, because we pushed each other that hard. Um, the his fight was in September, so we just finished the Cage Wars. It was spring. Um, we always had the heat pump cranking in there because uh, the warmer you are, the less injuries you're likely to occur. Or likely to game. and uh, yeah, it was fucking hard work. Um, so I trained pretty much from that day. I I didn't miss a training. We trained on a Saturday afternoon as well. Um, and it was a lot of leather being thrown. A lot of uh, wrestling, a lot of up and down, grinding training. And it was fucking hard work. And, um, I also had to put up with a lot of people that didn't know anything about the sport asking me why the hell am I doing something like this. What? um it was going on in my head for me to enter a cage and um throw down with someone else. And um generally these people are, don't have a lot of motivation for themselves. They don't see um any other way but their own and man, we're all different eh. So I found my calling. I loved it, counting the bruises on my body every time I finished you know training. and um didn't turn back. I remember we' were six weeks out, and Scott and Gaz and Barry. Said right, boys. We've got to fight for Wayne, Chris, uh, Ryan, Johnny, and Scott. And forgive me if I if I've missed anyone out. It was a long time ago. Um. And um, six weeks out, and now we train hard. And it was pretty fit, but I was thinking, how the fuck can we train any harder than all we are now? And it was almost like an omen. It was almost like this is do or die. Because that night, um, I remember getting to. Scott's back, and getting like a trip forward on him, and um, my I fell hard, and as he put his hand out to stop himself from hitting the ground, his elbow was at ninety degree angle, and and I landed on it with my face, and it split under my eye. His elbow was like I hit his elbow so hard on my eye and split it open big time. And it was like I say, it was it was almost like the warning, like now this is crunch time guys, this is this is the last fucking six weeks, this is the effort you have to put in now. And then that happened. Now I know people that would would have just bailed. They would have just said, Nah, I can't do this. And, um, you know, I, I remember Baz uh, wiping the blood from under my eye and going, oh, yeah, you got a bit of a split under your eye. You don't need stitches. Um, but just take it easy. And, yeah, I was just hungry. I was just like, yeah, fuck, yeah, that's on. And, um, fuck, man, there was days where, you know, you're sparring, you're doing meat grinder and nothing was pulling off. It's happened to me before when I started my own gym. I was getting ready to fight and it was like absolutely everything I know about fighting disappeared out of my body, out of my being. I, I couldn't throw a punch, I couldn't kick, I couldn't move. I felt stuck in the mud. And everything I knew about fighting just disappeared you know, Now we were sparring guys like um, Nick Lasquilla, and you know, even like for the likes of Johnny. You know, he's shorter but way heavier than me, and he had a wicked um Nagi and also um overhand rights and stuff. Man, he cracked, he clocked, and you're just like Jesus. You know, training with um Ruggiero. Um, Dylan Ross. You know th- these boys hit hard, man. Um, and was fucking cool. Here yeah, we had um Simon Wolfenden, Eddie Murray, all pushing me. You know, helping me out. Um, yeah. Even Scott Scott Tweedy, he, you know, he got me fit, got me cardio ready. Um, it was just hard. It was funny because when I lived in Auckland, I was pushing 100, I was 103 kilos. And I wasn't much less than that. Um, when I was managing the bar at that um cage walls the, the year before. And the minute I, I knew, I was like, fuck, I'm going to do this, man. The minute I knew that was going to happen, I signed up for a fight at 77 kilos. And I made weight. You know, the, the work we were putting in, the grinding, the, the you could wring our tops out at the end of training absolutely just drenched in sweat um and you start eating healthier you find that you start craving things like sushi over a big mac you know or you have four chicken wings instead of fucking 12 you know um I've always been a coffee fan, so I was I was drinking coffee and um when when I craved bread I'd I'd eat bread. When I'd craved um fish, I'd be like, All Right, I'm getting fish tonight. I'm gonna we'll have some bloody blue cod and some cashew nuts and uh, I was eating lots of scrogan and tuna and from cans and stuff I could afford, you know. Um, I wasn't even on protein shakes or um, BC double A's or anything like that. It was because we were quite poor, or we, you know, no um, two we ones to think about as well. So um, yeah, getting protein powders and all that sort of carry on wasn't. It wasn't in the budget, so we had to do it a different way. We had to eat um pastas and tuna and um chicken. Lots of roast chicken and um Yeah, it was fucking it was really hard, man. But I was focused. I wanted to do this. Told my work that I was fighting um September and they were looking for a uh, work due to, to go to, you know, so like, we you know, you go temp and bowling or something like that. And the boss was like, well, why don't we come watch you fight then? And um, so they did. They they come down to Timaru on the night and had a bus full of people and half of the crew didn't want to watch and <laughs> most of the women didn't want to watch. Uh, and all the guys were... Fucking screaming and jumping up and down and, and Um, But yeah, it was, it was just my calling, man. I was just what I needed to do this. Way in day. Well, I had the day off work and uh, went to the sauna. And after an hour of doing 15 minutes in the sauna and 15 sitting on the side of the sparkle there. Um, I went back to the gym and weighed in. And easy as. I made 76.7 kilos. Went home, had a dinner, and went to bed. And then it was fight day. Man, I was so anxious. I wasn't nervous, like I said in my past... Um, episodes I was anxious I was ready like I was feeling come on hurry up I want to (laughs) scrap I even went to uh, Mahindaz to move wood to get rid of some of this energy I had and um, I remember my mum telling me like I don't You know, I don't like you doing this, but go kick his ass. (laughs) Then I head back to town and um, got all my gear ready. You know, got my cap and my mouth guard and got my shorts. And um, met all the boys up at the stadium. The night went on, um, people started entering the building and getting their seats and uh we had a doctor's check out the back and this is where um Ryan was told to calm down by the doctors or else he wouldn't be able to fight. And we we're all uh, talking and, you know, feeling pretty good about ourselves and uh, I was number three, I was three up, I was third up, uh, I think it was Johnny opened for us, and then Ryan, and then we had a bit of a break, and then me, and then Chris, and then Scott, and uh, Johnny went out, and had a real good scrap and um, I think he lost on points. Ryan went out and tapped his strikes like real early in the fight, and he came out the back and um, yeah, I was I was walking around like because all my teammates or the cornermen were um. With Ryan in, in the cage obviously So I was out the back on my own And I was pacing the uh, The locker room I was getting G'd up was, You know nice and warm And um I'd done my pad rounds And I was next I was walking around And um I happened to walk down to the toilet Like one of the loos there And You know just doing my pacing And as I um, turned. I saw a figure down, like hiding, pretty much down behind the last toilet, and uh, it was the coach of my opponent. He was in my changing room, waiting to hear the last um instructions, I suppose. And um, Ryan came back and uh Gaz and Barry and Scott weren't back yet, but Ryan was back, and he was sitting down, and he was half pie taking his gloves off, and um you know, obviously quite shook up from what's just happened and i rem- I'll never forget this he, the last thing he said to me was, "Don't do it, Wayne. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting in for, you know you, you don't know what's what you're getting." um in for here or what you're in for now. And I looked at him, I was like, what? And he's like, Don't do it bro. And I was I'm, Man, fuck you. <laughs> I just remember thinking to myself, like, fuck you, bro. It's too late now. You know? And as um I'll always remember that from Gaz too. Gaz said the morning of, he said to me, How you feeling? And I go, I just wanna do it bro, I'm just anxious as He goes, Well, it's, you know, it's going to happen. It's too late now. It's going to happen. You can just ride this roller coaster out now and then they'll be here before you're not. Um, Yeah. And then Ryan's sort of walking back and forth in the changing room and I'm getting ready and Baz and Gaz and Scott come back and Barry's like, You're right. And I go, Yeah, I just, I need to tell you something. And Barry said, what and I go um the coach of my opponent was down the end of the changing room over there and he was like and here and I go yeah he's like he was in our changing room and I go yes and he's like oh he's scared mate he's scared and um he just flipped it on me. He just he said, He's in here and he's fucking dropping his nuts, that's why and I was like, All right. Okay, sweet ass. And um yeah, and I remember he walked out first. My opponent that is and we we're all waiting to um walk out and then and then the shakes start hitting me. It's took me back to high school, you know. Those cunts you know, wait till three o'clock, bro, I'm gonna fucking smash you and I'd and I'd be like, Let's just do it now, man, let's just do it now. And um those shakes started hitting me. I was waiting at the, the entrance way to the you know, to the walk out to the cage and uh Julian was the MC, he, he yells out. You know, now representing Tamu Freestyle Martial Arts. Wayne Knight and the minute he said my last name, fucking everything just went quiet. Like people were yelling, I could see people making noise. But I could not hear a single thing. All I could hear was my heartbeat. My walkout song was um, Thunderstruck by ACDC. And I could not hear a fucking note of that song. Could not hear one bar of that song. I walked out to the cage. Big Bill was on the door. Gave me the fist bump. My um TFMA top off and um the ref checked my gum guard, checked for um Vaseline on my face. And um they used to tap you in the nuts to see if you had your cup on. He tapped me in the nuts. I looked over at my workmates that had come down on the bus, they're all Standing, some of the girls are looking through the fingers, oh no, what's going to happen? And I gave them a salute and I walked into the cage. I remember jumping up and down just before we got our, um. this is what's going to happen, all right, yep, we went over it and out the back with you, yep, cool. All right, go back to your corner and I'm jumping up and down ready for that. Um, Maybe for that Nod By the judge you know, By the By the ref Sorry Go You know I couldn't hear a fucking thing man All I could hear was my heartbeat It was almost like You know when you go swimming And your head is underwater And you can hear all the background noise But it's It's clouded It's like It's like you're submerged Your ears are just They've just been shut off You know It's like you've got Plugs on them And you just can't Hear everything You normally would I Look over at Terry Hill Terry Hill looks at me Fighter ready And I was like Fuck yes He looks over at my opponent Fighter ready And he's like Yep goes fight I come out, I run out to the center of the cage, and I'm trying to jab real wary that you know this is real life now, done all the hard work, but any freak any freak one punch could fucking end this any freak hit kick anything could stop this right now. Being real weary uh, I think I opened with a leg kick Throwing the jab though Make sure I keep my distance Threw a leg kick Move my head Throw a jab Leg kick Move my head again Every time I um, Threw a jab after that I connected I was like oh shit My jabs are connecting So I threw a one two Bang bang Oh both of them connected Holy shit that's awesome. Then I threw another kick. Boom. Got him in the leg again. I threw uh, another rear leg kick. Connected him in the thigh. And he ran forward. And I did a hook and turn. Everything I was doing was connecting. Move my head. Head movement. One, two. Move to the left. Yeah. One, two. Hook. Hook. Move to the right. Everything I was doing was working. Then he threw a kick and he got me right in the nuts. Oh my God, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? It's funny, you can take kicks to the legs, you can take kicks to the body, you get one to the nuts, you instantly know that was your balls that had just been fucking pushed up inside you. Sort of looked at Terry, Terry goes, you alright? And I go, yeah, yeah, let's just carry on. He's like, okay, gave it a bit of a shake carried on and threw a jab, got him again, threw another jab, got him again. He went for a takedown and I sprawled and I managed to catch him in um, a bit of a clinch. I went to my knees and then we both stood up and I pushed him off. We carried on, he threw a couple and I threw a hook and I turned again. I turned to the left this time. Left hook, left turn. Carried on. And uh, in a a mad scramble, he um, ran at me, got the takedown, and I ended up with my back up against the cage. Then I started hearing stuff. I started hearing people from then. I heard Gaz say, you need to wall walk. You need to walk up the wall, Wayne. You need to get your underhooks, and you need to climb with your back. So I did, I'm listening to everything Gaz said and I climbed up the wall on my back. We clenched each other, he need me and I managed to push him off and get my distance back. I remember throwing a one-two and then a hook and then throwing an absolute overhand right from hell and it missing and I remember hearing the crowd all go oh <laughs> as I threw it. It was like a reverse, um, <laughs> yeah. It was like a reverse dragon punch. It'd come from fucking hell, man, and like everybody missed by miles, but everyone was like, "Whoa!" Um, we carried on. We kind of coming to the the end of uh, we're into the se- second minute of the first round, and we would both been, you know, fairly new at it like, first-time fights, we both were, we were going to be shagged if this went three rounds. I waited. Nothing was happening. He was very um anxious, you know, like, very um conscious about what I was going to do next with my reach. And he stayed put. And that was the first fight and the first time ever I did... My superman jab. I got him with a superman jab. Followed with the two. And did an uppercut. Got him against the cage. And then just started doing uppercuts. Uppercut, uppercut, after uppercut. And he turned away from me. He turned toward my right hand and into the cage. I threw one at his body and he went to the ground. And... When we're on the ground, I elbowed his head a few times and I was looking at Terry, the ref, the whole time as I was elbowing him, and then Terry pushed me off. Man, that's when all of the sound came back. Timaru was fucking jumping up and down. I remember taking my mouth guard out and throwing it in the crowd. Um... And then I just remember seeing Gaz, Barry, Scott. I was like, "Fuck! You did it! Holy shit! You did it! You listened to everything we we're saying." Man, the only thing I heard was like I said. The only thing I heard was, "Get the underhooks and walk up the wall." That's all I heard. I remember we were that fucking excited that uh, Barry tried to pick me up. And as he picked me up, I fell on him, man, and I ended up in full mount. <laughs> and he was like, you're fucking amazing. And then he goes, now get off me, you dumb cunt. <laughs> Fuck, it was so cool. They, um, yeah, I... I Oh fuck What a memory Me and Gaz um, Still laugh about shit like this now <laughs> When you're, you're out the back You're having a shower And you're going over the whole fight And the boys are talking to you Through the showers And they're like Why don't we know? Fuck you did it bro The man And you're like yeah And you're thinking to yourself Yeah man I did it Holy shit I did it, and there's something about it, but you just like, holy fuck, I did it, and you start crying. <laughs> it's such a surreal moment. Not a fucking scratch. And then Simon Wolfenden brought in my mouth guard, he goes, I found your mouth guard. <laughs> and I was like, where was it? And he goes, oh, fuck. I saw it get fly into the crowd, and I was like, fuck, I better go get it. Um, and he handed it to me over the shower curtain with a, with a beer. I was just like, fuck, man, this is it. I'm hooked. I'm hooked for life. It was fucking amazing. One hell of a feeling, one hell of a rush.